You're listening to episode one of the Known Legacy Podcast. Welcome to the Known Legacy Podcast by Dads for Dads, coming at you from the Lone Star State Cigar Shop in Allen, Texas. For more info, go to www.knownlegacy.org or look for us on social media under Known Legacy. Now, here's your host, Bill and Travis. My name's Bill. Had a chance to meet this gentleman over here, who is Travis. And I think we've known each other for how long? Like, uh, not even a year. Not even a year. No, no. In fact, the first time I ever saw you, um, you were playing guitar for your daughter at a talent show. And I remember talking to my wife going, dude, that's pretty cool. And then I heard the song she was singing and it was like this little great little praise song. I'm like, oh yeah. And then it was the Easter egg hunt where you came over to the house because we do an yes. Easter egg hunt in our backyard for the neighborhood because we believe in loving our neighbors. And that yes. means you actually have to like host things for your neighbors anyways um and you and you pulled me aside like you beeline to me and you're like hey and you knew there was some other story there and you're you're like fishing like yeah dude, there were some big lures in there so finally yeah. i bit i was like yeah i'm a i'm a church worker i'm a pastor and yeah and you're like i knew it we need to get together and then for six months we didn't talk and we didn't talk no and we just got busy yeah life got crazy yeah. so but, anyways uh travis i got four kids mm-hmm. uh current ages are uh 15 13 11 and 9 wow. uh, my wife had a plan and it was executed perfectly <laughs> and i just went along i'm like <laughs> you know if this gives me a chance exactly you know, this gives exactly. me a chance i'm all in that's exactly it if you i know. can yeah it's hey. the trying that's the fun part so <laughs> no it's not yes yes it's yes, the trying it's the pursuit it's the, pur- the pursuit <laughs> it's the back rub pursuit it's where you rub the back <laughs> and you're just thinking maybe just maybe, maybe it Maybe. Me, me, I'm not no, sure. No. Not tonight. Not all right. Tonight. All right. All right. All right. We'll I'll, just watch. I'll put on live PD. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Uh, I just I just want to give a warming, warning uh, or a warming. Um, Bill a and I warm warning. Ads. Right. We both work in the church, uh, but we just want to let you know, we may use language that some will find offensive, mm-hmm. and we don't do it intentionally. Uh, we don't do it to for shock value. We just want to have as real of a conversation, like we're sitting around in a cigar shop with coffee, yeah. as possible. Yeah. Um, and so we just want to forewarn you, um, we're not doing it for shock value, nope. but we also realize that too often people in the church pretend to be better than they really are, and I am a messed up dad, yeah. and a really bad husband that's often motivated by selfishness over uh, what I should be motivated by. Yeah. And so we just wanted to warn you from the very get-go. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think that's it. I, and I think a lot of the heart comes from, you know, I have a buddy who used to say, um, there was the uh, the Christian four-letter F word, and it oh, was yes. fine. I'm fine. Things are fine. And, you know, that's, I think, the heart of this is is we, we want guys who um, want them to walk out of fine and see that this is really an adventure, that there's actually more to life than just, because even after we die, let's say you, you have a relationship with Jesus right now and you die, you're not going to go to the eternal church service in the sky. Like, that's not what it is. With and, Hillsong United? With Hillsong United. <laughs> and he so, came from heaven to earth to show. I'm coughing right now because of the holy incense burning oh, in front of us. Gracious. Yeah, and I think, I think that's the bigger thing is we just want to be real with a bunch of guys and go, man, what? What, what is this all about? Like, why do I do what I do? Why do I, why does my wife make me get up every Sunday? Or why do I have to get up and do these things? Right. We want to just, just hit this stuff head on and go, dads, that you have an opportunity to do some great things in the lives of your family. But I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily either, I don't think it's celebrated in our society. I don't no. think that it's, that it's, that it's, that it's honored. 
And so we want to just journey with you guys right. uh, through these through these podcasts and hopefully through life right. to help encourage you because we need encouragement as well. Right. And I think you're, you hit on two things that I think are huge. One, it's not modeled in our culture culture. If you look at most of the things that we engage in, dads are the jokester, the buffoon, the Homer Simpsons. They're the ones that the yeah. dopes yeah. that keep the story moving through comedic relief. And unfortunately, too many dads have fallen into that own pattern in their own families oh, yeah. where I'm just the clown. And yeah. we let mom do all the important things and we let mom have all the hard conversations. And I think we're better than that. I think we Absolutely. can do more for that. The other thing is, I think a lot of us didn't have great examples growing up as dads. Um, mm. For many, the best examples of manhood came from our coaches, which if you're a coach, realize you're doing more than teaching a kid how to throw a baseball Absolutely. or how to tackle. You are actually raising, in many families, you're raising the next generation of men. So I pray that you see the value of what you do more than wins and losses, yes. but that you take on the posture of saying, I'm creating men that will be great Friends, yeah, because they know how to sacrifice for others. Great husbands yeah. and great fathers. Um, and so, again, in our culture, I think we have bad examples. And in many of our own lives, we didn't have the best dads growing up. So we're fishing for the first time all by ourselves. And we have these kids that we have. And we're like, man, if I screw this up, I really screw this up. Yeah. You know, and so there's a lot of pressure. And so, unfortunately, a lot of us, when we're not experts at something, we just put our head in the sand and give it over to someone else. And hope it turns out okay. Like we kind of roll right. the dice and hope things go. And we want to be more proactive with that. Like we want to journey with you guys because we see the value in looking almost to the horizon line of going, this is who I want to become. And I think that's a lot what we want to do in this in this whole time as we as we do these podcasts to go is to ask the question are we becoming who we believe God's designed us to become right but we want you to become who God has designed you specifically to become not who what someone else tells you right. to become right and and so I'm going to really step out on a, on a limb there's a book that I wrote why men don't go to I didn't write it excuse me did I just say I wrote it you I did, read but it if you did that'd be killer for this <laughs> I, podcast I, I did not I did not I'm not an author <laughs> Uh, I have dyslexia. That's and okay. So if you see anything from me, ninety uh, percent half of the words are spelled wrong. Anyways, it's all I right. I don't care anymore. That's okay. No, there was a book that was I read a while back. Why men don't go to church, and one of the things that it talked yeah. about is the overfeminization of Jesus. Mm. And I think we have fallen in love with I'm gonna the hippie Jesus, mm -hmm. the peace, the the you know the soft, and we forget that Jesus was an absolute warrior. Yeah, like. The same Jesus that healed people was the same Jesus that walked in to the temple and like created an absolute chaos because it wasn't being done holy. It wasn't being done right. It wasn't being done for his father. It was being done for, for selfish gain. And so yeah. here you see the warrior Jesus walk in. Yeah. And I think one of the things we can do, or I'm hoping that we do, is to ignite this reality of like Jesus was, he was a fighter. Yeah. Not in the fisticuffs way, but in the sense that he fought for the marginalized. He fought for the people who the world had forgotten about. And he fought for people who desperately needed to be fought for, yeah. who others had given up on. And I think that's the calling, part of our calling as dads yeah. is to realize that we should be fighting for someone. We yeah. should be fighting for something just like Jesus did. Well, that's it. And I think because I think so many times we, we get a good job, we, we, we pursue the career, we try to make more money because we think that's gonna that's gonna solve the problems, and and in the and let's be it, honest, it does solve some problems. It does. It solves I mean, some financial. It, it, yeah, it, it does. So, but it yeah. doesn't solve the big problems. The big problems. You know, I just heard a story about. Um, I was just in the Dominican Republic, on a on a trip, and this guy shared Who a story. Who was that trip with? 
it was with a, a group called Compassion International. Excellent. And so there, it's a great, great ministry. Um, would love, you know, in fact, I love Compassion because it helps free kids. It, but it doesn't just help get them food. It changes them. And this is part of the story, which is yes. so neat. They talked about a man who they had, who, who they had helped out or this, the, this church had helped out. And, uh, and they kind of walked with this guy and they, they got him financially on his feet and they taught him how to, to be, be a better businessman. Right. But they never dealt with the heart issue. And so what happened is he got, he got wealthy. He got very, very wealthy. Well, when he, when he got wealthy, he left his poor wife and found a rich wife. Are you kidding me? And so that was the story that I heard and I went, wow. And so, so it's bigger than that because, because the biggest thing, see, you know, John 10, John 10, 10 says that, that the Lord came, well, the, the enemy came to steal, kill, and destroy, but God came to give life and give it abundantly. Now, that may not be finances. It nope. really may not be. Because the more that I look at life, the finances do not define the abundant life at all. Uh, like I said, it gets to pay the bills. But even when the bills are paid and you're sitting there alone, you're wondering, why did I do all this? When you're sitting in front of the mirror with the $1,000 suit and you're going, why did I do all this? The bigger thing is, man, God has an abundant life for us. And that's what we want to see guys freed to do is to live the abundant life that God's called them to. Right. So what do you think? Um, why is it so hard to be a good dad today? And, and, and I realized as soon as I put that out there, we don't even have a definition of what a good dad is. And I don't even know if we can define that today. I don't know. Um, because I don't even know if I have a definition of a good dad, except maybe a, a good dad is a dad who's engaged yeah. in what's going on. Yeah. Um, and, a, and a dad is more than just a provider. You know, but I don't have a good definition of that. But, but what do you think are some of the challenges to, to being the dad that God's called us to be. That's probably a better way to put it. Yeah, I, I think that's great. You know, because, and even even in that, and I'll go back to, to John 10, when when the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, that's his job description. And so for so long, we have one person, we have one enemy that is fighting us all the time. Right. You know, we talk about this, that that the word father has been destroyed throughout throughout the world, through, throughout throughout society, because the enemy doesn't want us to look as you know to look at God the Father as an example. But so so he destroys that kind of earthly right. earthly view. So we have nothing to go off of. And I think the bigger thing now is just like you said, you know, when I when I see the abundant life uh, of a dad um, engage, I would use I would use the word satisfied as some would kind of be angry at me for using the word satisfied. But what I mean satisfied, I mean as in we are consistently pursuing this joy of you know. And guys, think about this satisfied. When you, walk, when, you, when you go home, and it's not just peaceful at your house, it is joyful. Like, mm. like there, is, there, there is harmony. and thing, You know what I'm talking about, guys. You have those days once in a while that things are good, and you're yes. like, it's like, can I have this be my like, Groundhog Day? Bill Murray, can you come and <laughs> rescue me from this and let this be over and over again? And then there's days that are just chaotic. So it's almost like we know what it's not. And we, we get glimpses of what it could be. Right. And I think that's more of where we're walking towards because I also believe that it's different for each person. Right. That what the abundant life, it looks different for each person. Well, and going back to John 10, 10, the enemy has come to dis destroy. And what do we know in warfare? If you take out the general, if you take out the leader, everything else is secondary. Yeah. And whether we like to admit it or not, and our culture may not celebrate it, we as dads are pivotal in our family and in our culture. And what do we see over and over again, study after study after study after study after study, is the difficult road that lays ahead for kids that don't have a dad, mm -hmm. single single mom situations, um, and, and, and Satan too often. And so I think one of the, my concerns is, or one of my realities is, I don't think it's a battle. 
Mm. I've been lulled into thinking it's just about me and it's just about whatever. And I don't realize there's a battle for the hearts of my wife. There's a battle for the heart of my kids. Mm -hmm. And I am in the midst of that battle and I need to go into training and I need to take it on as if it's a battle, not just, you know, whatever. It's Thursday night and there's something on TV and I'm just going to watch whatever's on TV with my old fashioned and, you know, um, maybe sneak up and and have a cigar later today, you know, something like that. Yeah. And, And so I don't, I think we as men miss the opportunity to have the impact because we don't see the battle or realize the battle that is raging from the enemy who wants to take us out. Yeah. You know, it's funny because because I can almost articulate through different elements like, you know, uh, uh, my wife got me into the show. This is us. Have not seen an episode. Oh, man. I cry enough in my life. Oh, I don't need another man. reason to cry. And I, and so I, tell me about it. Well, okay. This is us. So this is us as like, you By know, the way, I have your man card. Yeah, exactly. Take it. So, hey, listen, part of the abundant life is watching shows with your wife. Sometimes it's okay. <laughs> um, but, 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 but then I get into it and I see it and I see this dad and it's so funny because we can't articulate it, but you know, so for example, um, this has gained so much popularity that after the Super Bowl. 10 o'clock at night, they, they played the next This Is Us episode. Right. The house because, fire. Yeah, because they knew that everyone was going to watch. No one was going to go to bed. And if they did, they were going to DVR and watch it the next day immediately. Right. So oh, the only reason they were going to go to bed is because they were so tired or frustrated because they were, you know, uh, they were fans of the losing team. I'm not going to mention <laughs> the name in honor of them. And, uh, and, and so, so I, I go and, and, and I see this and I'm going, there's some kind of drive and desire as to why this is so popular. And all it is is a, is a normal guy making decisions in his life, and all he did all the time was rescue. Mm. He brought his kids through the rescue. Now, now the bigger thing, dads, for those of us who know Jesus, we're not the rescuer, mm-hmm. but we get to bring our kids to the rescue. That's the abundant life, is we get to show them the rescue. But when I mean the rescue, we get to show them that how to have peace, how to have joy. And it's, and it's this idea, so, so when I see this guy, like this guy Jack, who's on there, who, uh, who, who continues to love his wife. And, and you can't sit there and go, well, here's the 11 ways in which uh, the abundant life works. But if you were to look at someone and go, hey, J- Jack and his wife had the abundant life, you're like, yeah, that's what it looks like. It wasn't easy. It was right. very difficult. But they found points to have joy. And now I know they're not, they weren't believers and all that kind of stuff. But what I'm saying is they showed an example of what the world finds as the abundant life. And I'm going, man, I see pieces of who God is in the midst of that in the midst of the rescue, in the midst of, of taking a, a child who was left on, on the, you know, the doorstep of the hospital and they rescue that child and bring them into the family and, th- and then begin to raise those people. And he speaks life into his kids. Every time that there's an episode of him, he's speaking life into his kids. And I'm going, that's Jesus. Like that's the G-. And so that's what we want for dads. We want dads to be able to, to feel confident to go, I can speak life into my kids. Cause that's, cause you don't just speak life into your kids. When you speak life into your kids, you speak life into your great grandkids. Yeah. And so I think that's what we want to help dads get to do right now. Dude, and I I love the fact that you lifted the eyes off of today to the horizon because I think that's another thing that haunts me is I'm so wrapped up in the moment that I forget the bigger picture and the implication or the impact that that whatever we do today has on the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I I, I love that. Um, And I think one of the the other things that that you talked about that I, I think is huge for us is the reality that we as dads can find Jesus in things that are not in the church. Absolutely. I, I think sometimes we He's in our culture think that, that Je- the church has like um, a monopoly on truth or the church has monopoly on Jesus. And only in those spaces or those sacred times can we experience or see Jesus. And what you just said was like, no, 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 no. 
Yeah. Man, go to a movie with your kids. Yeah. Like, I saw the Black Panther this week. I thought it was fantastic. I, want to go so bad. I thought it was fantastic. And you have this great resurrection scene where the. Uh, Spoiler yeah, alert. Don't, spoiler spoiler alert. Spoil, don't spoil. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it, just stop right now and, and just delete that last, just delete that last part. No, but you have this amazing resurrection scene and the sacrifice uh, and the impact that that has. Why, why could we not talk about how important that is? And, and you know, the, the frustration, the sadness that people had with their supposed savior yeah. now dead and go, man. I wonder what the disciples were thinking. You know, we can weave that stuff in yeah. if we start to have eyes for it. But again, do we realize we're in a battle? And do we see the battles that are raging around us? And are we willing to capture those moments and bring them to the heart of our kids? Or do we just kind of glaze over it and let someone else take responsibility for that? Because the pastor's the one that's gone to school for it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. And even that, and I love you talking about every good story is revolved around someone giving their life for something. Yeah. That story originated with God. And so so I think so in the heart of who we are as men, we want to be the one to help bring that story to our family. As in we want to help resurrect a brokenness or you know no one wants to walk around and feel like they've failed their whole life. And so if we can help dads understand their value and then begin to cast that onto their family, uh, that's the biggest thing I think we want to do in, the, in this podcast, begin to walk with guys that go, hey, we don't have this together either. We're working through this. But, 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 but dads, we're with you in this. We're with you and we're asking questions. Right. And, and honestly, we would, we would covet your, your questions from, you know, to us, uh, you know, sh- shooting us emails, info <clears throat> at knownlegacy.org, K-N-O-W-N. L-E-G-A-C-Y dot org. And so info at knownlegacy.org. And then send those to us because we want to know what's going on in your life. Yeah. And, and, um, and you alluded to it. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit it out hard here. This starts with the reality of we have to come to grips with the reality of how de- our need is for Jesus. Mm-hmm. And the forgiveness. Yes. And the restored life that he's given us. And uh, it, it really does start on the inside of us in our own lives. Um, I was at a, we do a thing called Cigar Church, and uh, there's like 12, 15 guys on a Saturday morning gathered together, and we smoke cigars, and we talk about life and faith, and it's it's a blast. Mm. And one of the guys, he's quiet, man. He doesn't often speak, but when he does, you know you better listen. And one of the things that he said was, often, because he's an insurance adjuster, so you can only imagine some of the conversations he has. And he goes, when people are mad at me, he goes, I just remind myself, I'm only wearing the mask of the monster that they've been facing for a while. Mm. And I think for dads, it's time for us to realize that the mask that our kids are wearing, the monster or our wives or the frustration we're feeling at work or the frustration we're feeling on the road or whatever it is, is not the issue. It's a secondary. It's wearing the mask of something else that's going on yeah, inside of you. And so if you're coming here to this podcast expecting four simple things and five <laughs> easy steps and 13 or even a, somebody else. Yes, yeah, please. There's tons of books out there. There's tons of stuff. But if you're willing to go into and have this conversation saying, I'm messed up um, and, and only Jesus is the only hope for me to see life in the midst of my brokenness, in the midst of my selfishness, in the midst of my own crap. Yeah. It it's only starts there that we can start to be the dads that he has called us to be, to be the men that he's wired us to be, and begin to live that life protecting and fighting for others. Yeah. That's you know it's funny because I, I immediately think about, you know, there was a story in the in the Bible about David 
King David, and I love it because God called him a man after his own heart. Yeah. So David. that means he was perfect, right? Exactly. Like he, he knocked it out of the park, and he, he always did great got it right. all the time. Al- always was faithful he was at to church his wife. every Sunday. Yeah. Always faithful to his wife. Yeah, yeah. Other than that time when he murdered another man to sleep with his wife. Other than that, well, wasn't his wife at the time? It was actually just a beautiful young woman bathing on the uh, the rooftop because she had yes. just finished her season of impurity. Yeah, and he was, and he had said, he had said, "Hey, so who is that?" And someone's like, "Oh, that's um, that's you know." That's Best another man's, yeah, that's another man's wife. Oh, yeah. And he's like, okay, well, can you eventually bring him to the front and kill him so I can, because he, he had slept with her. And then, so, so any, so all I'm saying is, is people mess up. I mean, David's probably like, I wish that chapter wasn't in the Bible. Yeah. But, but, but everyone has a, that chapter to some degree oh, or yeah. another. And I think sometimes we, we define ourselves by that chapter, but God just said, no, that's a man after my own heart. And that he didn't just absolve him. David paid for some of that through 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 repercussions of just life and chaos There's consequences to yeah, it. Yeah, but 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 he didn't define him by that. Right. And I think we allow ourselves to be defined by the failures that were cast on us by our by by our fathers or by, by by another man or by the lack of that. And we keep going back to the dad and we don't want to beat up our own dads, but we want to say that the dad has such an important role. And so so whether you're driving down the road or whether you're 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 sitting at work or sit, sitting at home, we want you to help you know dads you have what it takes because of Jesus to be the amazing dad. Stop listening to the lies. Right. In fact, when we listen to the lies, we are literally listening to, to the enemy. Right. And we're, we're not listening to the truth that God has for us that says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, that we're more than a conqueror. Like we're, we're like what the proverbial William Wallace is on steroids. We're not even, we're like beyond that. <laughs> Freedom! Freedom! And so, so I think, I think our problem is, is, is we, 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 we've done this down and said, okay. And again, I, I mean, I loved Mr. Rogers when I was a kid. I loved it. I Dude, loved it. I hated him. Oh, I loved it. He, he, go for he's it. He's a pansy. Hey, he taught me how to tie my shoes. <laughs> I love Mr. Rogers. But the problem is we say that is God. Right. And we forget that God, just like you said in the very beginning, was a warrior. He was a warrior, and so we see people like David, who are my heroes. We see people like Jonathan, who, who we'll talk about at some point, who just kind of said, I'm going to take on the entire army that's, that, that's against us. Right. And that is the heart of God as well. Yeah. And so we want to unlock that in guys. We want to un- unlock that in ourselves yeah. to pursue who God's called us. So that's the question I guess I have today is, are you becoming who God's designed you to become? Right. It's funny, I have asked so many men that, and I had one person one person in the, I'm probably up to about 150 people. One person said, yeah, I think I am. Wow. One person. Wow. So, so maybe you're the other one person, but maybe you're the other 149 that are going, not exactly. And I would say, if you find yourself in that position of saying not exactly, chances are you have that one chapter that's still defining you that God has already rescued from. Yes. And so maybe, maybe the takeaway for this week is to sit down and have a quiet time. I don't care what you do. Yeah. Go someplace, go to a coffee shop, go outside and mow the lawn. I know that for me is my quiet place. Yeah, man. that's some, yeah. But wrestle with what is that chapter in my life that's still defining me? And I haven't been able to see the rescue of God there yet. Yeah. And I don't think we can really start to wrestle and unpack what it means to be a dad, the one, the way that God's created us, if we're still being defined by a screw up chapter. Yeah. You know, whether yeah. it be infidelity, whether it just be anger and how some point anger got the best of us or continues to get the best of us. Until we're willing to, to look that in the face and process it and see God's salvation there, we can't move beyond it. Yeah. Uh, and, and so uh, I love the stories and, and uh, I know there's some of those chapters in my life that I need to spend some time wrestling with. 
That's good stuff. So I guess this week, I think our goal is just as we start this podcast to go look at your life, examine where you're at and examine what you believe is lies, mm. the lies that, that you've accepted. So, so I would say almost sit down, write down, you know, get on your phone and type down a little list of these are the things I've accepted as a lies. And it's funny because most people, when I have a conversation, I go, what are the lies do you believe? And they literally have a list. Well, I'm a failure. I'm not good enough. I'm overweight. Um, I, I've tried to lose weight 800 times, but I failed at it. I'm not good at my job. I'm a yes man. Um, my wife runs the house. I wish I could or I, w- I would hope to. You know, and, and I guess we'd say, let's get those on, on the sheet, on the, on the piece of paper, on the, on the phone and start to walk through that. And then, then begin to walk that to God and go, hey, here's my problem. But see, because again, John uh, 10, yeah. John 10, God came to give life. The enemy came to steal, kill, and destroy. If we listen to lies, if we listen to the death in our life, we are literally listening to the enemy. God does not work that way. Right. Even in the garden, we talked about even in the garden, his thought wasn't, now listen, Adam and Eve, y'all screwed up so bad. We're starting over again. I'm done. I'm done. We're starting over. He came down in the cool of the day and said, hey, what's going on? Why'd you guys hiding from me? Yeah. God doesn't want you to hide from him. Right. I love it. I love it. So, gentlemen, um, we will see you. Uh, man, we're hoping to put these out every other week or so. Um, like I, like Bill said earlier, please send us your thoughts, your questions, uh, your comments. Uh, ask at known legacy. Oh, info, 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 at, info. Info at known info legacy. At known legacy. Um, and we mentioned earlier Compassion International. If you're not familiar with that, we'd encourage you to go investigate that. It's an amazing organization that not only feeds and trains kids, but really helps some kids that find themselves in really hard situations across the world. Yeah. And so uh, Compassion International, uh, Google that. I'm you sure could even go to compassion.com slash known legacy. Known legacy. And you can actually sponsor a, a, a child in the child development program because it's not just, again, and I'll, and I'll jump on my soapbox after getting to see these kids. It isn't just getting to uh, sponsor a kid, you give them food, but there's four ways that they develop these children. So that, and they develop them up until they're about 22 in some areas. So, so you get to a point to where you're, you're not just investing. It, it is a one generation change right. that as you invest, you get the opportunity to change the legacy of this kid. Yeah. So, you, so you're not just investing in them. You're investing in their grandchildren and their great grandchildren. Yeah. And so, so I think that's the opportunity that, that we want to do in you. We want to invest in your grandchildren and great grandchildren to become who they're designed to become as we help great grandpa change the world. Love it. All right. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to By Dads for Dads on the Known Legacy Podcast. Look for us on social media under Known Legacy or go to www.knownlegacy.org to stay connected. For booking or questions, email us at info at knownlegacy.org.